Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to arisealife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We opened this up last week with this whole thing of letting God challenge our stories, but nothing challenges our story than when tragedy strikes, right? Like in that moment, it's on, right? And in that moment, we are forced to make some decisions. So when tragedy strikes, so we got a couple different options as we usually do. So who are my freak outers? Come on, own it. Seriously, you know who you are. You, you go on DEF CON. No, 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 sorry, not freak outers. You, it means you're like, Wah! and you just like go to this high adrenaline state and you're going to solve everything, a.k.a. freak out, right? Okay, so, so freak out. When you're freaking out, freak out, there's two ways you can go. One is you can go for diagnose, and the other is you can do prognose. Diagnose means what's going on, what's going on, and where is this coming from? Like, why is this here, right? Who are my people? Like, the minute something happens, you go, why? Nobody? No, did you know? No, come on. Wrong group. I, sorry, I'll go next door. I maybe at Mangoes they've got this this party. Okay. The other is you're just really practical and you're like, we gotta solve this. Who are my solvers? Like it doesn't matter. Fix it. And you've already got 12 plans this side of Sunday. All right. Freak out, right? Now, we have another side. I'm going to give it a classy name because it's really popular right now. Stoic. Who are my stoic people? Ooh, just let life roll. No, you know, this too shall pass. No? You kind of turn turtle. Right? You kind of turn turtle. You're just like, oh. I, I, when Masha met, I've said this before, when we met, she was like, so what kind of dreams did you have? And I'm like, I don't have dreams. I just take life as it comes. Home. I thought it was very spiritual. I realized I was wrong spirit. That's Buddhism. I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like you know, because if you have dreams and they don't happen, you get disappointed, right? And, and let me just say, without God, these are really two decent options. One, just kind of chill, right? Just go turtle, just kind of take life as it comes. And the other is, who did this? They must die. And who cares who did it? Let's fix it, right? Now, who here? Okay, my fixers. How good is your fixing? Really? Good. really? <laughs> Do you have a good Yelp review? <laughs> Most people survive my fixes. And they get fixed, right? You know, um, the, so... You know, we talked about this. Jesus is walking down the road and, and the disciples see this man blind and they go, who sinned, this man or his parents? And Jesus goes, well, that's a deeply theological question. What did Jesus say? Neither. Neither. 
That's not the point. God don't need your diagnosis, people. I'm the best. Di- I, by the way, I'm way better at diagnosis than any of y'all. Just ask Masha. I can come up with 43 diagnoses in three seconds flat. I can tell who sinned. I can tell what was done. I can tell why is it wrong. And it was the government's fault. And it was the devil's fault. And we're going to do it, right? Jesus goes, listen, do you notice? You know, Jesus goes, it doesn't matter. I'm going to reveal my glory. It doesn't matter. In fact, getting into the diagnosis will cause me to disengage from keeping my eyes on him. Won't I? Where am I going to be looking? Try to figure out who's, who's it. Who, okay, who grew up in a blame house? You know how you know you're in a blame house? Because whenever anything goes wrong, you try to distance yourself from blame. It wasn't my fault. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh. I was thinking about this. So I was thinking about how my reactions would be different than Jesus. You remember Jesus is in a house, somebody else's house, and a bunch of people are so eager to see him, they rip the roof off the house. Okay, let's just make this real. You're sitting in your house and people rip off the shingles, rip off the ceiling, rip off. They're breaking through the the drywall, dropping somebody down. This was my reaction would have been. Uh, They're not with me. That would have been my reaction, right? Distance myself from blame, right? Prognosis is... Again, if I, another option, because I'm, I'm good at both. I'm kind of equal opportunity. I don't like to brag. But um, is if the disciples, I can totally see some of the disciples are like, okay, dude, I understand you want to see Jesus. This is not a good time. We're just going to put you to the side, and uh, we're going to take up a fund to fix the roof. <laughs> but they would have missed the glory, right? I'm too busy helping Jesus that I can't let him help. I can't let him show up. Right? Now, over here, my stoic people. Danya would be very disappointed with my turtle. Um, she got another turtle, by the way. Jesus loves her. Um, but anyway. Oh, the thing's huge. It's gorgeous. Anyway. So, so when bad things happen, you and I, we withdraw. Lower expectations. Self-protection, right? Right? I didn't really want it anyway. I can live without a leg. Who are my people? When things go bad, well, there's somebody worse. Where? <laughs> Afghanistan? Like, like anybody, you could always find somebody worse, right? It's not really that bad. Right? Do you know Jesus died for everything? He suffered and died for the restoration of how many things? All things up to and including death. So are hangnails under death? Then they're included. You don't have to justify your level of pain for God to care. You don't have to dumb down your ex. Because what we do is we're we're dumbing down our expectations because we're afraid he won't care. Anybody? But Jesus is there in the midst. And if I want Jesus to engage me in my place, I have to be vulnerable. Because vulnerable people get answers. 
You guys remember, if you, um, Matt, um, uh, one of my favorite passages, Mark chapter 4. We'll go there. I gave you a thousand verses, Donovan, but you, we can just go to Mark 4. I think it's towards the end. Um, Mark is after Matthew, before Luke. 4 is after 3, before 5. I love it. So he just has been preaching about faith and about the word of God being like a seed and everybody's like, it's amazing. And again, what shall we say? You know, the, like a mustard seed, so on and so forth. That very day, I want you to know something. Paul put it this way. No temptation, no trial, no difficulty has faced you except as common to anybody else. But who here feels super special in what you're facing? No, you ain't that special. Yeah, if you're going through something, Masha can make you feel not special. No, because she's not impressed with what you're going through. She's impressed with the one who will pull you through. You can't be both. That very day, so if you're going through a difficulty, God has given you a word that's ready for that season. Which you won't remember if you're doing diagnosis, prognosis, or going stoic. That day, when evening came, everything's worse at night, he said to his disciples, let's go over to the other side. Whose idea was it to go to the other side? Does Jesus have good ideas? So when Jesus gives you a good idea, everything will be good, yes? In the end. But let me tell you, if you jump off the bus before your stop, you'll never get to your stop. And you, you might end up with road rash. Anybody here jumped off the bus at the wrong place? The, let us go over to the other side, leaving the crowd behind. It's lonely following Jesus. They took him along. <laughs> Make sure Jesus is in your boat. Anybody here going on some fishing trips without him? That's okay. We've got a bunch of those where they took off and did fishing, and he found them. He'll find you in your boat. There were also other boats with him, and a furious squall came up, and the waves broke over the boat so that it nearly swamped. Now, you get to be whichever disciple you want to be. Ready? Choose your disciple. Disciple, well, we'll just say it was uh, James. We'll say James. James is... Jesus, why are you doing this to me? Who are my Jameses? You got to claim them. You got to claim, you got to be one of them. You can't get off. Nobody gets out of here alive. All right, James, uh, let's make it, uh, let's say John. John is, is, I, Jesus put us here. It must be okay. I'm just going to do the fetal position. Who are my fetal position people? Right? Yeah, I trust you. <laughs> Not really, right? Okay, um, then, then there's Peter. I love Peter. Peter's my boy. Because Peter goes to Jesus, right? The disciples woke him up and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? <laughs> Anybody? Yes. Anybody? Anybody? Right? You did this to us. You're at fault. Don't you care? Now, I have a question. Does Jesus care? Absolutely. How much does Jesus care? I'll give you a hint. 
So you're saying my feelings about him caring may not be accurate? Wait, I thought feelings are accurate. We follow him by feelings. We follow him by sight. We follow him by what? Faith, trust. But I want to say this is them going to Jesus is still a far better cry than you did this to me. Or a far better cry from, yeah, just, <laughs> just let him sleep. We'll just die together. The vulnerability of coming to him is still far better. Because how do I know? Because they get an answer. He got up, rebuked the wave and said to, uh, to the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. I, I think he was probably winking at the disciples too. <laughs> quiet, <laughs> be still. And then the wind died down and it was completely calm. And he said to the disciples, he rebuked the wind, now he rebukes them. Why are you so afraid? Who here, when you're afraid, you justify your fear? I mean, nobody's ever had a fear that's not at least at some level justified. If we justify our fears, we'll never be able to hear him speak to our storm. Peace, why do you still have no faith? They've been walking with him for a long time. Some of you have been next to faith your whole life, but you've never had faith of your own. Anybody here? You have a, you have a faithful person in your life and you just lean on them. You let them trust for you. When you have a need, you go to them. Jesus is like, come to me. Have faith in me. We're supposed to, like Shannon said, invite people to our battle, but not in space of going to Jesus, but alongside of it. Jesus, faith, faith is trusting in him for you. Faith is not stumbling over the failures of other people. Who here has rejected Jesus because of the believers in Jesus who've been in your life? All of us. No, I'm not going to stumble. You remember Peter's like, Jesus is like, you follow me, feed my sheep. And Peter goes, what about John? Jesus is like, eyes over here. Forget about him. Doesn't matter. Are you going to follow? Are you going to follow? And they were terrified. Weren't they terrified before? You're going to be terrified of something. Fear God and live. They were terrified of him and asked each other, who is this? Even the wind and waves obey him. Could it be that our God is too small and our problems are too big? When we magnify our problems, our God becomes small. But when we magnify our God, our problems shrink. I have a question. How many people did Jesus show th sympathy to in the Bible? When, when, oh, let, me, let me give you an example. Sympathy, oh, there, there, that's real bad. That's sympathy. When the leper comes to him, does he go, oh, tell me about your problems? No, he heals him. 
When the man is lowered from the ceiling, does he like, oh, we just want to cover up his dignity? No, he's like, everybody gather around. Let's take a look at this guy. And let's remove his shame together. I don't see any sympathy there. When you're freaking out, sympathy is, you're right, we are all going to die. Does Jesus sympathize with their fears? No. He confronts them with the glory of God. The world does not need our sympathy. They need an encounter with God. So let me make it real. We'll bring it home. Each of us, when we face problems, we have a knee-jerk reaction to one side or the other, don't we? I would submit that knee-jerk is what pulls us out of the place of trust that would allow me to ask, what do you want to do here? For years, I've said this before, in Russia, I was afraid of being arrested. I, um, I spent most of my energy avoiding that. I'm not sure how much of it, it was a re, it was a real possibility, but not as much as I spent my energy on it. Let's just put it that way. <clears throat> and I brought that home with me, terrified of police, because I'm up to no good, obviously. Um, for the gospel, for the gospel, doing this for you, Jesus. I chose to go across this lake. Why is there a storm, right? Anybody here? If I agree to go with Jesus, everything's going to be hunky dory and easy. But the end will be good. As long as I don't jump overboard in the middle of the storm. <laughs> so here I am. Uh, our young adults, we, we were teaching on baptism with our young adults on Wednesday, on Tuesday. And, uh, and afterwards, we're like, would you guys like to be baptized? Five people said they wanted to be baptized. We're like, let's do it. So we went down to our pool. And our pool was closed. Um, and they've just installed these night vision cameras, and they call the cops instantaneously. Our HOA is interesting. Anyway, and so we're like, what do we do? There's got to be grace for something. And somebody looked up, they're like, Ackworth Beach is open until 11. So we went down to Ackworth Beach. It's pitch black. There are no cars. That's not a good sign. I asked the Lord, I said, I don't think it's open. This doesn't make sense, 1030. Um, the Lord said, don't worry about it. It'll be all right. When God says it will be all right, that doesn't mean what you and I think. When God says it'll be okay, he's talking about the end, not the middle. But if I jump overboard, I, it will become my end. So anyway, we went down. We had incredible baptism. Jesus showed up. It was amazing. It was so, I mean, I don't know. Can you have baptism be romantic? I mean, it was dark. The moon was shining. You could see. It was great. We get done. We're coming off the beach, and here comes the police officer. I said, good evening, sir. He goes, good evening. <laughs> you know this beach is closed. I said, no, I thought it was open till 11. He goes, no, it closes at, at sunset. I said, oh, so sorry. But, well, uh, thank you so much. We appreciate what you're doing and want, walked off. That might not sound like a big deal for me, but so often I had a line, I won't risk anything with the cops. Like, we each have lines, don't we? And God's like, that line right there? Oh, that line? You mean that line? 
No, no, I don't go there. I don't go there. That's why constantly he calls us beyond the lines we have set. The lines where we said, it's good for me here, not there. I don't want to risk embarrassment. I don't want to look, risk looking like a fool. I don't want to risk a run-in with the cops where I'm out of control. And, and you know, your, your fears are irrational, but mine, I mean, my fears are rational. Yours are silly, right? But he confronts our fears and takes us right through them to show that he is Lord of the winds and the waves. So every one of us, we have a story we've been taught, telling ourselves in the middle of crisis. And oftentimes what it causes us to do is leap overboard when God wants to take us through and bring a victory in the very place we've consistently swam back to shore. So we could have the worship team come up. Let's stand. Father, we're honest. We're being real. You're not God-sized in our minds, in our hearts. But our problems sure are. Lord, but we're done allowing our problems, our fears, our past, our need for control, our fear of blame to dictate. Lord, you're calling us out on the waters. You're calling us beyond where we've been. You're calling us out to where it's not safe apart from you. You're calling us to problems, not to a problem-free life, but to a problems that you will bring peace to if we'll walk into them. Lord, forgive us. You said he who attempts to save his life will lose it, and we have proven that. I'll put it another way. He who attempts to save his kids will lose them. Or his parents, or his wife, or his husband, whatever. Lord, we repent. And we say, God, be Lord of the wind and waves in our lives. We will follow you. For more information, go to AriseLife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.